Happy faces on. Should we record a podcast? Let's do it. Because uh, hey. really, what else are we doing? <laughs> exactly. Uh. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Although lately Peggy and I are giving ourselves some grace and we're just doing our best to get through each day. We hope that you are being gentle with yourselves too. Jenny and I are recording this episode on Tuesday, May the 12th, 2020. We now are in our ninth week of social distancing. On today's episode, which is number 99 of The Improvement Project, we are going to jump off from our gratitude review in last week's episode. We established, I think, that especially when it feels like everything sucks, that we can use gratitude as our superpower to shift our perspectives and appreciate what we do have, what is great in our worlds despite the crappiness. So I started thinking about what we could share today on today's episode when Jenny started singing the 99 problem song last week in relation (laughs) to this being episode 99. So it's a bit of an earworm. And as it wiggled into my brain, I started thinking about problems. So we are collectively going through something that seems pretty crappy right now. I would say most people might agree. Uh, and And that might be, if you're not aware, the global pandemic. So it feels as though it's a problem. And it is. But maybe we need to do some shifting of our perspective. So, as it happens, I am rereading Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Uh, If you haven't read this book, I recommend it as long as you can handle more than a little light swearing. The title of the book should have tipped you off. Here's one of the things that comes up in the book. Don't hope for a life without problems. There's no such thing. Instead, hope for a life full of good problems. And that was said by Mark Manson. Mm-hmm. So also from the book is imagine that somebody puts a gun to your head and tells you that you have to run 26.2 miles in under five hours or else he'll kill you and your entire family. That would suck. Yeah. Boy, that would really suck. That would suck. <laughs> For me especially. Now imagine that you bought nice shoes and running gear, trained religiously for months and completed your first marathon with all your closest family and friends cheering you on at the finish line. That could potentially be one of the proudest moments of your life. Exact same 26.2 miles, exact same person running them, exact same pain coursing through your exact same legs. But when you choose it freely and prepared for it, it was glorious and important milestone in your life. When it was forced upon you against your will, it was one of the most terrifying and painful experiences of your life. Often the only difference between a problem being painful or being powerful is a sense that we chose it and that we are responsible for it. If you're miserable in your current situation, chances are 
it is because you feel like some part of it is outside of your control, that there's a problem that you have no ability to solve, a problem that is somehow thrust upon you without your choosing. When we feel that we're choosing our problems, we feel empowered. When we feel that our problems are being forced upon us against our will, we feel victimized and miserable, which I mean, obviously, we clearly know that we didn't choose the pandemic. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. We're going somewhere with this. Yes. Uh, so don't try to avoid pain or struggles. Instead, choose your struggle. What are you willing to struggle for? Because happiness requires struggle. It grows from problems. Joy doesn't just sprout out of the ground like daisies and rainbows. Real, serious, lifelong fulfillment and meaning have to be earned through the choosing and managing of our struggles. Okay, so how does this all apply to our current, quote, problem, which is the global pandemic, the subsequent quarantine, the loss of or a big change in our jobs, the crash of our economy, the craziness in the news, the work and home and childcare and school all mixed together, the feeling that everything sucks because we've lost control of our normal? I certainly don't know the answer. And uh, I think that probably nobody knows the answer. And the answer even in the short term, might be very different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But I know that personally, I can only really control what I think and what I do. So in order to solve this problem for me, I'll start there. So I haven't been able to work or make money for nine weeks. That's a problem. Mm, the virus is a problem. <laughs> the virus laid me off from my work. I've never been without work in my adult life. John and I are feeling the strain financially somewhat even though we are in an okay position because he is considered essential and he is still working. So I know that there are many people who are way worse off than this, but since I'm focusing on what I can control for me, that's where I'm starting from. That's where I am. So based on that situation where I haven't been able to work, here's how I'm shifting my perspective from a bad or a worse problem and I'm choosing a good or a better problem. When people ask me lately if I can still work, but I've decided to tell them, and it's kind of funny, but it's also true. I say, I'm taking a sabbatical, or I'm taking an advance on my retirement to focus on other creative endeavors. And for me, that feels like the difference in Mark Manson's analogy between running the marathon at gunpoint versus running a marathon and having that be a proud, amazing accomplishment. So I've decided to choose the struggle of having less financial resources, but working on something creative and perhaps finding a new stream of income through that creativity, it's the same pain, it's a different perspective, and perhaps a different outcome. So the only thing I did was shift how I think about it, and it's made a big difference for me. So in terms of thinking about choosing my struggle and you know, framing the problem that is in front of me, this is the way that I'm choosing to frame it and shift my perspective. I'm choosing a better problem. I like it. Well done. What are your thoughts on this, Jenny? Yeah. So I guess for me, I've, I've been thinking about this perspective shifting. And the little thing I've been doing is um, a change of a phrase. So I'm trying to say I get to whenever I feel myself thinking or saying I have to. So we have been in our our kind of situation right now is both of us working during the day. So Jeff is working full-time from home. I am working mostly full-time from home, although we have been um, reduced a bit in terms of our hours a week. Um, but I mean, we're also 
taking care of Ethan and attempting to do his online schooling. So there's a lot of things happening at once right right now. Um, Granted, I'm very fortunate. We are in a place where both Jeff and I are still employed. We are still earning money. We are very, very grateful for this and we do not take it for granted. Um, and truthfully, the idea of us being home together as a family is something that I fully would have wished for. Like if you told me like, Hey, you get to be home, like all of you together and you'll, you know, figure out a way to do this. I would have been like, that sounds amazing. That said, it's sort of like wanting a glass of water, but instead you get a fire hose in your face. (laughs) So, so yeah, I, I admit I've found it a bit overwhelming to try and get my work done in the way you know, you still think, you know, you're trying to work in the way that you used to when you were in an office and not as distracted. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to help Ethan find ways to entertain himself all day and do his schoolwork with him because he's seven and he requires assistance at this point to do his schoolwork. So that said, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I have been kind of reminding myself of instead of I have to do this, I get to do this. The time at home, despite the horrible reason why, has afforded me the opportunity to get more time with Jeff and Ethan. And I'm grateful for that. I really, really am. And so it's really I'm reminding myself that it's really cool to be help him like do this learning online at such a cool age for him. Um, and just to get to have so much passive time together, you know, that we're just kind of home and just around each other when we never would have been before. So, you know, because before we would all kind of come home from school work and we would get what was left of each other at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Whereas now we get to, to do this. So I'm really trying to to reframe that in my head of like, instead of like, oh my gosh, we have to figure out a way to make this work. And I'm saying, I get to figure out a way to make all this work. Like, I'm thankful that I have a kid who is in school because, oh my gosh, I picture if he was like littler, this would be so hard. Like if he was like three, oh my gosh, it would just, yeah, it would be a situation. (laughs) I like that a lot that I get to versus I have to. And it, I can apply it to my situation too. I get to have this time to work on creative projects instead of yes. I have, you know, I have to stay away from work. I have to, I get to. So it, there's something yeah. about that that really is perspective shifting. It's cool. There's no half measures in this situation, is there? No, it's, yeah, it's crazy and it still feels crazy. And I, I'm, Obviously, we're just doing the best we can to ride it out. And I think that thinking about these sort of existential questions is helpful because it it, it's kind of like you have to really take what is what is it that's going on in this life and decide how am I going to react to it? Because it's not like I have control over it. It's not like you have control over it or anyone. So this is what we got to do. Take our take our struggles as they show up and see how if they're going to be good struggles or bad struggles. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's just so interesting, right? Like any of these things, like you could find a way to manage them if they were happening at a normal rate, but it's like, it's all or nothing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The fire hose is a good analogy. Like it's, it just feels like no matter what situation you hear someone's in, it's full tilt one way or the other. Yeah. There's not a lot of midway about it. Definitely. Yeah. 
Anyway. So, so if you're listening to this, I hope that it inspires you to get creative and to shift the perspective on your current pain and struggles, your current struggle around this problem of the global pandemic to something that will help you to grow and be stronger as we take this journey through these strange days together. And it really is true that this podcast has been a stabilizing force for good for me during this time. So thank you listeners and thank you, Jenny, for keeping me on task in the world of the improvement project. It really is totally true. I've got 99 problems, but this podcast ain't one. (laughs) I love it. All right. Now it's time for a segment we call, Ooh, me likey. Peggy and I like talking to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, or what random internet hilarity we found. And we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. These these, uh, frivolity situations seem extra important right now. So uh, Jenny, what are you liking this week? Okay, Um, so we have a trampoline in the backyard. I think this is our fourth year with it. And I'm going to admit, it's not as bouncy as it used to be. Okay. It's starting to get a little worn out. Um, so, but it's super useful right now as a way for Ethan to burn off some beans while we're working. He can go out there, jump around. It's fun. But obviously, it's a little bit boring jumping by yourself. Okay. Right? So, uh, last week, I was down in the basement grabbing laundry and I looked over and we have, um, Ethan got for Christmas, one of those like basketball nets that goes over your door. Okay. And it isn't a flimsy one. It is a very sturdy, like legit basketball net, but it goes over your door. So we have it in the basement and we play basketball down there. But all of a sudden it hit me. Oh my gosh, I could put that over the side of the trampoline. (laughs) So I brought it outside, put it over the trampoline Oh my gosh, hours of fun. <laughs> it was a winner. Oh my gosh. He was able to play by himself outside and be totally entertained. We had like four smaller um, inflatable balls that we threw in the trampoline and he was jumping and balls were flying everywhere and he's throwing them through the net. It was such a great way for him to spend some time. And I went out there and both him and I just sitting there taking shots, taking shots, taking shots. My arm hurt the next day because I took so many shots because (laughs) we were playing a game where like the first one to sink 50 shots. So you can imagine how many I had to throw. I'm, I mean, you're familiar with my non-athletic ways. So like it took me a lot of tries. My arm was like straight up worn out from, as we say, raining J's, but yeah, I don't even know what that means. Is that a basketball term? Yeah. Like you're raining down jump shots. It's a J shot. That's what that means. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Jeff, <laughs> Jeff says it all the time. I have no idea what Oh, my God. I love that you just were, like, going along with it, though. That's amazing. I didn't know if it was, like, because Jeff and I both have J names. I had no idea what it meant. There you go. Raining but J's. But anyway, you, you, I was out there. You can go back J's. and tell him you know what it means now. <laughs> but it's interesting. And the lesson for me was... You never know, like it forces some creativity at this time. Like you never know what things in your house you can Frankenstein together to make something a little bit more fun, a little bit more extreme. You never know. I love it. That's great. Super fun. All right. How about you? What do you got? Well, I mentioned the book in our discussion above about problems. Um, And the book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F by Mark Mm -hmm. Manson. So it's a really great book that um, right now will help people get some perspective on life, pain, happiness, and legacy. Um, it's a really great book. And he also has a follow-up book, which is called Everything is Effed, a book about hope. And I haven't read that one. 
and um, I have read, not read it, listened to the audiobook. Um, yes, and also, once again, note that there's some swearing. The title of both should uh, tip you off to that. So I find him highly entertaining, and the swearing sort of adds to it when you're reading it. Um, it's very real and very honest, and um, he's a bit of a modern-day philosopher. He's a cool dude. So mm-hmm. I recommend both those books. I got him very confused with Mark Marin. And then it was important for me to realize they're different people. I don't know who Mark Marin is. Comedian. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move on to you when you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during the segment to let you know where we did something right and there was cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. As we have been discussing, right now times are tough and everything is different and we are getting used to a new normal. So every day and everything is a learn. So we have decided over the last few weeks, and we're continuing this trend, that we are both celebrating wins. Are you still into it, Jenny? Hooray. I love it. I say indefinitely. (laughs) All right. So my win for this week uh, is that I made the most delicious butter chicken recipe. You have my attention. <laughs> so this is the second time I've made this recipe. And the first time I made it, it was just a little bit too tomatoey, and it didn't have just the right amount of cream. And this time I switched the ratios just slightly and it was perfect. It was so delicious. And we had it over cauliflower rice. And cauliflower rice, some people are like, they don't really like the idea of it because it's cauliflower oh. instead of rice. But when you okay. put something so delicious and flavorful over top of it, you don't even notice. It's like filler. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm looking, and I imagine you'll be linking up to the show notes here for the recipe. Yep. I clicked on the link. Okay. And I looked at the pictures and actually felt my mouth water. Oh my goodness. Maybe when it's the aftertimes and I can entertain again, I should have you over and I'll make you some butter chicken. I'm down for that. All right. This looks really, really good. Yeah, it was I delicious. Mean, the ingredients are normal. Yeah. Like, there's nothing weird. Why would you think I would put something weird? Sometimes, so I'm used to, like, I will look up recipes sometimes, and in the time that we, there was a time where we ate vegan. Right, yeah. For a couple years. And so many recipes had a lot of ingredients that weren't things you would have in your house regularly, so... Gotcha. You know, you'd have to go on a bit of a hunt. So I'm always excited when I see a recipe, and now they all just seem so easy when I look at them. Oh, cool, good. So yeah, like I'm seeing here, like whipping cream is the only thing I would not like regularly have in my house. Right. And when I made the recipe the first time, I used half and half and it wasn't, and it wasn't as good. Like there's something about that extra heavy cream in it that just makes it like, "Mm." but like, why wouldn't it? It's cream. So, so yeah, it's, um, it's good. I'll put a link in the show notes if anybody's interested in trying that out. I really like butter chicken. Mm. It was good. And the pictures of like the non bread. Oh, <laughs> that looks so good. Yeah, I want to eat that. Get that in my belly. All, All right. right. What's your win this week? Um, So weather has not been great. We've had the weirdest weather. It's snowed in May. And all of this kind of yucky cold weather has meant that I've been inside way too much. I've not been getting out as much as I should. But now the last couple of days, it's been a little bit nicer. I mean, we've still had a bit of snow, frost, whatever in the morning. But the last couple of days by the afternoon, it has felt relatively warm. And the boys have been really good about going for walks, but I've been kind of treating that as my time to kind of like they go do something and I have like a moment. Mm-hmm. To yeah. 
It feels like you but, need it. Yeah, it does sometimes. Um, so I've been going out for the, like the walk and then Ethan and I just went for one by ourselves today. It feels so good to get back outside again and yeah. walk around. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's kind of just a relief that this is summer. happening as we're coming into summer. Yeah. And just getting the sun on your face and getting out and seeing something different, even if it's just your own neighborhood. Um, it felt great. Awesome. Good. Yes, I agree. We've been out walking too. It's so good. And walking feels like a video game now. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, it's like Frogger because you have to dodge other people. Oh yeah, you got to cut them off the sidewalk. Make sure you're six yeah, feet yeah. away from them. Yeah, I guess so. 100%. So yeah, I'm, I'm really like, we have this thing that Ethan and I play when we go around um, just our block and there's different things. Like, so if it's a new, like, you know, like um, the squares on the sidewalk, yeah. sometimes there'll be one that's been replaced. Well, you can't step on those. You have oh. to go around them. And we have okay. names for all the different things. And then there's spots where the concrete's been, had to be grinded down because it's like not even. Yeah. And so we call those grindies and you have to jump over them. If there's <laughs> sidewalks that have chalk on them, I can't remember what we call it. There's a name for it. Anyway, you, you have to do silly walk on those. Amazing. So I think it's chalk, chalk, silly walk is what Ethan calls it. So we have like, and it, we must look ridiculous, but we have these things and this little game that we play when we go out and walk. So anyway, I feel like that. your walks like are the beginning of a musical and like the music starts playing and then you start singing and dancing together. It's like the greatest no. showman. <laughs> I, I, one day you'll see it and you'll go, Oh, this is much different. It's much more <laughs> intense and ridiculous than it is musical or delightful. It's just, yeah. Oh dear. Anyway. It sounds fun, nevertheless. Okay. Do you know what else would be amazing? Okay. Is to do snakes and ladders, like to just start numbering all of the squares on the sidewalk and then make it like a couple with chalk, like some snakes and ladders and have like a big dice that you make out of a chunk of wood that you kick instead of picking up. And then you can play snakes and ladders all around the neighborhood. And then yes. everybody else can like come into the game too. Yes. Then it really would be like The Greatest Showman and everybody would have to learn the same song and dance. Wouldn't that be delightful? Oh my god! To gosh. have like a game that like your neighbors could play. And yeah. We have been putting hopscotch on the sidewalk out front of our house yeah. and I, our office is in the front window so I can see outside all day. It's, I think I've said this to you before, it's the best thing in the world watching people who you would not expect stop and do the hopscotch. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> it's, why not, right? So we keep trying to think of like things to put on the sidewalk to make people do things. Yeah. I think that the dancing thing is going to be next just because I want to see how many people do it. I love it. That's so cool. That was a long answer. All right. I liked it. That was good. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know what problems you are shifting your perspective on during the global pandemic. Reach out on the socials and send us an email and let us know. For questions or comments, send us an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at jcouse and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and the links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the way that we can be of service right now. And if you found it helpful, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. So search for the Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. 
Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay calm, stay home, stay focused, and get after it. Sending you all big love. Trivia question. Yes, please. How many times do you think I have downloaded, deleted TikTok in the last week? Mm, seven. Ooh, the correct answer was four. Oh, okay. <sighs> what is <That's> a, four? <laughs> what is a four? I love it, but it is a, it really sucks you in. Oh, you go straight down a rabbit hole. It's amazing. It is really, really good.